Hi, hi. Welcome back to The Grain Offering. This is episode 10. Yay. I'm so excited. I got to, I'm getting to do this. Um, I love doing these. Um, so the Lord, I was just really praying about like what I should be talking about in this. And I truly believe that there is somebody who is listening and just going through like a little battle of their own and is just going, th- have been going through battles and going through battles. And so that's what I'm going to talk about is that the victory is already yours. And that the battle is already won. I know it might not seem like it, but you'll get out of this battle with your head still on. You'll get out of this battle probably stronger than you were before. Um, Everybody faces battles and some giants might look bigger and bigger as life goes on, you know. Um, But there's nothing that you can do that God won't defend you in. God is going to go before you and he's going to go behind you. He's going to go beside you. He's going to deliver whatever this enemy is into your hands. Um, all throughout scripture, it says, do not fear. And I actually just learned this at church the other day that in the Bible, do not fear is said in the Bible 365 times. So every single day, don't fear, trust that the Lord has you. Um, you know, even like whenever there's a battle that is barely coming for you and you can barely see it, you're barely kind of stepping onto the battlefield. The Lord is already preparing you to win. You know, and you need to walk in, you need to walk in into whatever situation you're going to, knowing that the situation is only going to last for a minute, that seasons always come and go, that a new season always comes. Uh, so I have some examples. So like the Israelites in the, in the Old Testament, the Israelites were about to go against the Anakites uh, and like so many other nations like that were so much bigger than them. And God was already assuring them that the battle was won. He was already telling them, don't fear. Like, don't fear. Trust that I have you. Take courage and trust that I have you. Um, in Deuteronomy, in Deuteronomy 9.3, it says, But be assured today that the Lord your God is the one who goes across ahead of you like a devouring fire. He will destroy them. He will, he will subdue them before you. And you will drive them out and annihilate them quickly, as the Lord has promised you. Okay, they were about to go into something that they had no idea what was going to happen. They were nervous. They were scared. But the Lord said, take courage in me. I will fight for you. Like, I will deliver them into your hands. Uh, Before David, you know, David and Goliath, before he ran into the battlefield, um, he was already saying that the Lord was going to deliver Goliath into his hands because David was a shepherd. And he would protect his sheep. And so in the Bible, it says that he would fight lions and he would kill lions and whatever animal came to attack. And so if the Lord would keep him safe in doing that, he was definitely going to keep him safe in fighting Goliath. Uh, and in this, like I remember in this passage where the they put like armor on David, like all this hard and like heavy armor. And David was like walking around. He was like, I'm not used to this. Like, no. And he took it off and he just went on how he was, you know, and all he took was a slingshot. Well, um, he told Goliath, he was like, Like, I'm going to win. Like, the Lord is going to help me in this. The Lord is going to do his work in this. And I remember Goliath just like, I bet you Goliath was just like, yeah, whatever. But then here's God being like, yeah, whatever you like to you. Like, you don't know how big God is. Um, So 1 Samuel 17, 47. All those gathered here will know that it is not by sword or spear that the Lord saves. For the battle is the Lord's and he will give all of you into our hands. So the Lord was already preparing them and they... One thing that I need to set clear is that they, David and the Israelites and this next person that I'm, the next people that I'm going to bring up, they, um, before even going into battle, they knew that the battle was already won. 
And they knew that the Lord had a plan. They didn't go into battle and then midway think, God, what are you going to do? Like they walked onto the battlefield already declaring, you are going to lose. The Lord has my back. The Lord will deliver you into my hands. You will no longer be. And so that's one thing that you need to do is as soon as like this battle is coming towards you, just be like, you know what? I see this coming towards me. I can feel it coming towards me. But in the name of Jesus, I will get through this. In the name of Jesus, you have a greater plan than I do. You direct my path. You establish my steps. So the battle is already won. He is already planning your tomorrow. Like, you know, like he is the, he knows you better than you know yourself. He knows what you're going to do in 10 years. He knows what you're going to do in 10 minutes. He knows what you're going to do in 10 days. You know, the plan is not yours. This battle is not yours to fight. It is God's. Sometimes, yes, the Lord will like push you to do something like, uh, he wants you to meet him halfway if like you're scared to do something. But most of the time, whenever like you really have a warfare going on in your life, then he will step in and he will watch him have your hand, watch him have his hand in it. Pray and just be like, God, you know, like you need to take control of this. I don't know what to do. And it all comes with being fully surrendered to him. Um, sorry if you can hear my dog drinking. He's thirsty. Okay. So the next one was Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. So whenever they were thrown into the blazing fire, because they wouldn't worship other gods and idols, they worshiped the one true king. And so um, the king that wanted them to worship him and his idols, he was like, uh, he was like, will you not bow down to me, blah, blah, blah. And they were like, no, like, they, I will not bow down to you. Like, we only serve one God. That's the first and second commandment is um, to serve one God. God is the only one. Um He's, Pastor Jimmy always says this, he's either Lord of all or not at all. And then the second commandment is don't have any other gods. You know, you can't serve two gods. You can only serve one. And so uh, before being thrown into the fire, um, the king said like, oh, well, let's turn the, let's turn the furnace up seven times hotter, I think. And whenever they got thrown in there, the people that were throwing them in there actually died. They died because of how hot the furnace was. But they were, I remember them telling them before they even got thrown into the fire was, the Lord is going to save us. The Lord is going to deliver us. Like this will not hurt us. And if it does, then we still we still serve the one true God. And so whenever they did get thrown into the fire, they looked down at the fire and they saw four people instead of three. And they saw someone that looked like the son of God. And so see how, and then whenever they brought them out, they had no burn on them. Their clothes wasn't messed up. They didn't even smell like fire. And the Lord had saved them before something even happened. Uh, Daniel 3.17 says, If we are thrown into the blazing furnace, the God we serve is able to deliver, is able to deliver us from it. And he will deliver us from your majesty's hands. Whatever God brings you to, he will get you through. Whatever he brings to you, he will definitely get you through it headstrong. And those, honestly, like those guys are examples that we should follow in our everyday lives, knowing that we shouldn't fear because the God that we serve is so much bigger than anything else. The God that we serve is able to save more than anyone else. You know, we serve such an amazing God that talks back to us. And all these other people and all these other idols and things that people are serving without even realizing it, like, I don't know. It's just crazy to me. And I'm just going to bring something up real quick. I don't know why I feel like I need to bring this up. 
but I've been seeing a lot of people wearing the the evil eye stuff, like the jewelry and stuff. Can I just say that is not from the Lord? Okay, I hear most people saying, oh, but this one is dipped in holy water. This one is prayed for. Okay, that's a piece. You're literally wearing a piece of string on your on your wrist or around your neck or earrings or something. That thing does not save you. And if you have faith in some in a string, I can throw that string down and smash it. And what it's not going to do anything for you. But God, he's going to do everything for you. The Bible is something that you cannot break. The Bible is something that you cannot, it will not die on you. Uh, so this, the evil eye or the whatever people wear, the whatever, uh, that is not from the Lord. And I'm sorry. No, I'm actually not sorry. Y'all need to hear this. Uh, have faith in God to protect you from spirits. Have faith in God to protect you in doing other things. Because you probably don't even realize, but you're making that thing an idol because you're putting all your faith into a string. If I do have some friends that wear it, and if this hurts your feelings or something, I'm not doing it to call you out, but, you know, it's just the truth. I'm here to administer true justice, and I believe that this is something that God wants because in the book of Deuteronomy, it says, do not bring these things into my house. You know, these things are not from the Lord. God is our refuge, and he will always protect you. Nothing will come against you through him. Nothing. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. That's Isaiah 54, 17. Uh, there are so many promises throughout the whole Bible that there is no situation big enough that God cannot handle. He's so mighty and he has the authority to win any battle that is coming against you. So whenever you see a battle or coming or something, whenever you see a battle coming, or maybe you're already in the middle of the war, remember who has, remember God, uh, has said that to trust in him and he will defend you and go before you so that you will have the victory okay guys well that's about it i hope everybody i hope somebody got something out of this um just know that the battle's already yours or the battle's already won victory is already yours um have faith in that have faith in god because he is a mighty and powerful god you know he wants to defend you he wants to uh, deliver your enemies into your hands and he wants to just he wants his name glorified, you know? And so whenever you're going through this battle, don't just glorify him through the ending. Like being like, thank you for getting me out of that, Lord. Thank him during the middle of it. In the middle of the battle, just be like, God, you know, I don't know what you have planned, but thank you for what you're going to do. Thank him in advance for getting you out of something. Because once you're given, once you um, thank him in advance, it's kind of like you're prophesying to yourself and being like, I will get through this. So... Yeah, that's about it. I hope somebody got something out of this. I don't know. I love y'all. Thank y'all so much for listening. Okay, bye.